0: Hello again, everybody. Dr. Jim Harris here, welcoming you back to The Unfair Advantage Show, where we help you learn how to hear the voice of God, to discern the voice of Holy Spirit so He can unleash all the breakthrough He desires through your business. Last week was just the introduction of what we do and how we're going to go about The Unfair Advantage Show. Today, we start getting into the the real content of what we want to learn. So, In today's program, what we're going to focus on is the right question we need to ask. And you're going to hear from my own story how I asked myself the wrong question for many, many years. Everything about being led by Holy Spirit in business, trust me, friends, starts at this place that I did not even understand until the Lord walked me through this process. And I'm sharing with you that I've written in Our Unfair Advantage. Unleash the power of Holy Spirit in your business. In fact, I encourage you that if you do not have a copy of the book, you might want to get the book. This is what we're following page by page, precept by precept. It might help you go along as really an extended extended outline of what we're teaching here. So in today's show, we're going to look at what I introduced last week as the need for deprogramming. Go back and listen to, the, to last week's show to get a, more of a, a detailed description of why that's so important. When we look at deprogramming, and remember, we've got to be deprogrammed as believers in business, and you're going to see why a little bit more today. The definition for being deprogrammed is to dissuade, to dissuade from strongly held convictions or firmly established or innate behaviors. Now, why is this deprogramming so critically important for people in business? Let me tell you a little bit about my deprogramming story. It really began, frankly, back when I was 13 years old. My very first job, my very first entrepreneur position, at 13 years old, was a shoe shine boy in a barber shop in my hometown in Kentucky. How about that? And I learned very quickly what it meant to have cash flow issues when I would go next door and get two or three hamburgers as a teenager and, and spend all the money I earned that morning shining shoes. So I started learning very early about cash flow and business and the like. All through my education, through my bachelor's, master's, and doctorate, I was taught a certain way. And then after my PhD, I went into business, the fast track in business, where I went from small entrepreneurial firms to mid sized, $250 to $300 million regional firms to the headquarters of a Fortune 500 firm where I led all the executive and management training activity and internal consulting for a, for a, a $5 billion, 40,000 employee company that had 1,700 locations primarily throughout the Southeast. I left that and started my own firm, writing books, writing books on leadership, best practices, cultural best practices, talent best practices, won a lot of awards, a Fortune Magazine Best Business Book and American Management Association Spring Selection. And I was keynoting and advising all around the world. Headquarters of Best Buy, Headquarters of State Farm, IBM Executive Conference Center, been on this platform with the Ken Blanchards and the Malcolm Gladwells and all these guys. I was doing business the way the world teaches business. And what I was studying were all the business best practices. It was the way great leaders were leading their companies, what they were doing in their business. And for 25, 30, 40 years, what I was doing and did not even realize it, that I was focusing on this. I was focusing on what leaders do, what leaders do in their business, how they activate and how they lead their businesses from their doing their behaviors. And as I was going through the transition process, you'll learn more about this in future shows, from going the world's way of doing business into God's way, One of the very first and most dynamic and profound lessons the Lord taught me through the voice of Holy Spirit, He says, Jim, you've been focusing on the wrong thing. I said, what? Just in the prayer time, not in an audible voice, but in discerning the voice of Holy Spirit from the throne room, He said, you've been focusing on the wrong question. You've been asking yourself and writing about and studying what great leaders do. That's the wrong question well, what would you have asked if you sensed this was a conversation, a time of communion with Jesus? I said, well, what's the better question? He said, the best question and the question you need to start asking yourself from this point forward is what leads the leader? What leads the leader to do what he or she does? What leads the leader? What are they basing their leadership upon? Go back. What leads the leader? Have you ever asked yourself, What leads you? Have you ever really asked yourself down deep, brutally honest, what leads you? Now, let's take it a step further. You may not be running your own business yet. You may be in a business and you can have the attributes of leadership, having a positive influence toward a common good. That's my definition of leadership, being a positive influence toward a common good. You can be a leader on the front line. Have you ever asked yourself what leads your bosses? What leads your colleagues? From where are they making their decisions? See, it's critical that we get beyond just looking at the behaviors, looking at the outcomes, looking at how, what they're doing in business and step back and say, okay, what's really at the core of making them do what they do? Learning to discern what leads them. That's the most important question. And once you start thinking about, and once you start discerning what leads them, then you'll be able to dissect, as the Lord told me, whether that's of the kingdom, or whether that's of the world. Whether that's of the kingdom, or whether that's of the world. Remember last week? What's the foundation verse? for well, this entire book and this entire show. The foundation verse, once again, is Romans 8, 14. We looked at it all over. Last show, we had four different translations of Romans eight fourteen, And remember, that's, just, are you being led by the Spirit of God? Well, let me give you from the Old Testament, the book of Joshua, one verse that even back in Joshua's day on this very concept of what is leading you, Joshua said just before he went to heaven, just as he was passing on his leadership, Joshua 24, Twenty-three. Reason he was speaking to the entire um, the, the entire group of Israelites that have just been conquering the Promised Land. They were still sliding back into the old ways. Here's what he said. Now, therefore, Joshua twenty-four twenty-three. Put away the foreign gods, the foreign gods, little G, which you are which are among you, and incline your heart to the Lord God of Israel. Put away the small G gods and be led, if you will, by the heart of the God of Israel. That's exactly what we're talking about. We're starting at a critically important place for us to be able to recognize when we're being misled instead of being led by Holy Spirit, how we're being misled. Now, in the book, and here's what we're going to do the next several shows. We'll see how long the Lord wants us to stay in these shows. We're going to dissect... We're going to dissect and go deep into nine different ways that believers in business can be misled. Now, where do these nine come from? Well, you know where these nine came from? (laughs) These are the ways that I was being misled all those years and didn't even realize it. This is what I fell into. So over the next several weeks, we're going to look at these nine different ways that believers in business can be misled. Here they are. In no particular order, this is the order the Lord gave me. And we'll be dissecting them from the book, but also going deep into how we can be able to recognize these and say, oh, no, that's a foreign God. i I'm not following that anymore. I want to go back to being spirit-led. Here they are. Head-led. Money-led. Innovation-led, opportunity-led, price-led, expert-led, pressure-led, feelings-led, and pride-led. Let me just read those again. Head-led, money-led, innovation-led, opportunity-led, price-led, expert-led, pressure-led, feelings-led, pride-led. Will you be honest with me and say you've probably been led by some of these in your work before? And may I suggest that until now, perhaps, you're still being primarily led by some of these instead of being fully led by the Spirit of God? May I suggest that so boldly? You know it's a truth. Now, here's something I want you to chew on for the next week. I want you to really chew on this. I have an activation. I have, you know, we're we're teaching and part of what we're going to do every week is I'm going to give you some some steps, some activation steps that take what you're hearing, what you're learning and do something about it, not just hear it, but do it. Be doers of the word, not just hearers. So all these different ways of being misled and then we could add another 20 more. These are just the nine the Lord said, this is what you've done. I want you to teach others not to go down that road. I said, yes, sir. If you allow yourselves to be led by exactly the same things, by exactly the same things, then you have zero, zero competitive advantage over anybody else. Because guess what? Everybody else in business is being led by the same thing. This is what... The business world has taught us to do over decades, over hundreds of years, to be head-led and idea-led and money-led and all these others. This is how the world, little g, these are their gods. This is how they operate. But we are not of this world. We have to operate at a different level from a different place. So we're going to take some time because these are like deep roots of, you know, I, I have sticker bushes in our backyard. I live in Florida. And so we got all these crazy vines and all this junk that grows in the backyard. And the only way to get those out, I don't like to put a lot of chemicals on it. I don't mind getting out there and sweating and literally pulling these sticker bushes out. You, know, you can break off those sticker bushes at the ground level and they're going to grow back. you got to get to the root. And sometimes it takes time and it's frustrating. But we've got to dig some of these out by the root. Trust me, if we don't start here by getting rid of these and pushing them off to the side, so at least we recognize them and not allow ourselves to fall back into that, we'll never fully get everything Holy Spirit has for us because His ways are not the world's ways. His thoughts are not the world's thoughts. We've got to put these behind us. We've got to put these behind us. So if this is how you're still leading your business, then you have zero competitive advantage. We're talking about the ultimate competitive advantage, and that's being led by Holy Spirit in business. One of our viewers commented a while back, and one of the things that I'm encouraging to do, and I'm going to keep encouraging and keep encouraging, is send in your comments. Send in your uh, your questions. Send in what you're learning. Let's connect. I want to make this interactive as much as we possibly can. Send it to hello at drjimharris.com. Hello at drjimharris.com. Send in your questions. Send in your comments. I'll respond to them on the shows. We'll probably have a show before too long. We do nothing but respond to your comments and questions. One viewer commented, his name's Terrence. In fact, this is one of the early book endorsements. Terence was a leader of one of the world's most preeminent Christian CEO roundtable groups. And this is what he wrote on the book. He sent back to me. Jimmy said, What is leading you or who is leading you? In, is one of the greatest decisions in business and in life, and is a critical question to ask. He took that even to his CEO forums and said, Jim has nailed this approach by focusing on, focusing on one, just one, and that is the Lord. So, what leads you? What leads you? I want to just skip ahead a minute um, and just share with you a little bit of a, where we're going with all this. An entire show here on what leads you. I want you to Ask yourself, what leads you? In a minute, I'm going to give you a couple of, of activation steps. But what is the benefit? You know, when we think about things in business and changing our life, we need to look at, well, what's the payoff? What's, what's the benefit? Back in Habakkuk 2, write down the vision, put it on paper, make it clear so the one who reads it will run with it. I want to give you a snapshot of where we're going and why this is so important. What's in it for you? What's in it for you? Most of you probably get it, but let the Word just bury this into you so you never forget it. I want to look at three sets of verses. These are three mega benefits of being led by Holy Spirit, particularly in business. The first comes from John 14, verses 16 through 18. John 14, verses 16 through 18. This is the New King James Version. And I pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper. All right, let's set the context here. Jesus is speaking to His disciples in the last few minutes before He goes to the Gethsemane. They're in the upper room. They've taken the new communion, the new covenant. These were some of the last teachings the rabbi, the teacher, gave His disciples before they stepped out and went to the garden. This is critically important. And that's why I'm mentioning it here in this show. These are some of the mega benefits, he was saying, if you will. These are the benefits, friends, of just letting this new helper come to you. And, I, and he will give you another helper. That means someone, when you look at the word helper, that means just like me. He's sending one just like me, just like Jesus. That's what the helper means. He will give you another helper that he will abide with you forever. Jesus was going away. And they were scared. He's going away. What's happening? But this helper will abide forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. Little g, little g. They don't recognize this. They're following other gods. But you know him and he dwells with you, around you, and will be in you. The Holy Spirit to come on the inside. I will not leave you orphans, Jesus Reconfirm to them, I will come to you, Holy Spirit coming to you. John fourteen sixteen through eighteen. The Helper is one of the major benefits of being led by the Spirit of God. The second one, same chapter, just one verse, just a few verses later. John 14, 26. 14, 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all the things you need to know. He will teach you all things. That's particularly from the kingdom of God's perspective. The spiritual things you need to know, which includes marketplace issues. He will teach you um, all things and bring to your remembrance everything that I have said to you. Once the Word's implanted in you, once Holy Spirit is alive in you and you're being led by it, He will bring up to you a verse, a concept something that He's already told you. This is why it's so important right here to keep a journal. You need to start right now keeping a spirit journal called whatever you want to a business journal, you need to start jotting down what you sense what you what you're believing Holy Spirit is telling you, even from today's show, even from today's show. Sometimes what He tells you is not for today, it might be for a couple of years from now, I can go back and show you my uh, my not only my strategic journals but also my personal journals of what the Lord spoke to me five six seven years ago but now it's coming to fruition now I understand it but He will He, you know, he will He will He will He will bring you to remembrance why not help Him why not write it down in some type of digital or paper journal the Helper and this is John fourteen twenty six He's a teacher He's going to teach you all things and the third verse set of verse I want to just leave you with today is. John 16, 13, John 16, 13. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority. He has no pride. Holy Spirit has no pride. Remember, that was one of the nine that I had to fight. But whatever He hears, He will speak. Friends, don't miss this. And the end of this verse, John 16, 13. And He, Holy Spirit, will tell you things to come. Now He's not going to necessarily tell you the what the stock market's going to be in a year, but He could. That's not what this is getting at. But He's going to be able, when you're fully led by Holy Spirit, instead of being opportunity led and head led and money led and all these other pressure leads, He will tell you, no, that deal's going to go sour. That's not the best employee to bring on. Don't put that on pause. Don't do that yet. He will. He will keep you from making those mega mistakes, and He will give you hints of what's to come if you keep being led by Him. So He's the helper, the teacher and the guide that alone should be enough to want us to be led by Holy Spirit so as we close out today as we close out today here's the activation here's the activation now if you remember let's go back to last week's activation remember what I asked you to do last week I asked you to read Romans chapter 8 which has our core verse Romans 814. John 14 and John 16. These connect, friends, what you just read, I was preparing you for last week because now if you did that, if you did your homework, if you follow the teacher and did your homework, these mean even more to you today. But for today's activation on what leads you, number one, I want you to ask yourself, just go on and ask Holy Spirit, what are the two or three most preeminent ways? What are the two or three ways I'm currently being led in business? Maybe four. Just jot them down. It may not be the ones I've listed or the ones we, you know, the nine we have in the book, but it's that, how am I being led right now? I'm not necessarily saying they're all bad. We're going to come back and through each of them. We're going to see, that's okay to use it, but you got to start with Spirit first and then let Him lead you to the others. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. So number one, just make that list. Secondly, I want you to email me what you've discovered, questions you've had revelations you've you've experienced. I'd like to hear from you what the Lord's telling you about how you're currently being led. I want to start that dialogue. You know, once again, email me at hello at drjimharris.com, hello at drjimharris.com. And likewise, likewise, the other activation, come and register at jimharris.com, drjimharris.com. Come and register for my emails. I've got free resources. I've got lots more material on the website, not only including this, but other things. All of it's free to you, all of it's free. Now, you can go buy the book and buy the audio books. I mean, that's up to you to purchase, but everything I offer on the website, drjimharris.com is free because I want to give it to you. I want to sow good seed into you and I know that I'll get the return on that in the end. Now, about sowing good seed, here's the last thing I want to mention today in today's show about sowing good seed. This show, this show is being funded and produced by Jesus Christ CEOs. I encourage you go to jcceos. That's Jesus Christ CEOs, jcceos.com to learn not only about what the entire movement is, how this show fits into the other shows, but also sign up. Sign up not only for their newsletters, our newsletters at jcceos Dot com, But also, that's where you can download our TV app, where you can take this with you and make it portable anywhere you go. Encourage your friends to do the same. If you've got somebody at work, if you've got your spouse, your teenage kids that really need to learn what it means to be led by Holy Spirit in their life and then into their careers, this is the show that's going to teach them how to get there. And this show will, will save you the 10 years it took me to get all of this before Jesus said, I want you to write about what I taught you and share it with the world. That's what JCCO's TV does. We we want to share with the world what Jesus is doing in business. And this show, The Unfair Advantage Show, is one of several. So we encourage you to go to JCCO's.com. And if this blesses you, if this show blesses you, and is helping you, and you want to sow a seed, I encourage you, go to jcceos.com and sow your seed. Donate so we can keep this, add more shows, go more global with more opportunities for more people to get these same messages out. I encourage you to consider that. This is a business sowing. Even when, even when Isaac sowed in a famine, remember what happened to him? He reaped a hundredfold. We're not promising that. But when you sow into good ground, you will. You will receive a harvest as Jesus decrees. So I hope you've enjoyed today's show, What Leads You. This is serious. This is serious. Take some time and meditate and reflect on what leads you. Use these nine as an example, as a jumpstart. And oh, by the way, you can come back to my website, my show notes, exactly what I'm teaching you from are on the website. You can download these show notes as as a content outline for you to study this and even have groups and study with other people. I encourage you to do that. Use these show notes watch the show, and then have your own, have your own unfair advantage group. We'd encourage you to do that. So until next week, as you know, I like to, as you're learning, as you'll see throughout the shows, one of the ways I most often like to close the show is one of my brand statements, if you will. And so i leave this with you today. Until we see you next week, i leave you with, may you purpose in your heart to only and always be led. See you next week on The Unfair Advantage Show. Thanks for joining us.